Hi, this is Mo Oscar, Disney's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. Yesterday, MISNI's Legislative and Physician Advocacy Committee met for the first of its three meetings this fall to begin to develop our 2021 legislative program. The committee, chaired by Nassau County physiatrist Dr. Paul Papia, obtained dozens of physician leaders from across the state to provide input in developing the program, and we invite leadership from the various specialty societies and county medical societies to also share their priorities for the remainder of this fall and for next year. The committee will meet again to approve the draft MISNI legislative program, which will then in turn need to be approved by the MISNI Council at its November 5th meeting. One of the topics that came up extensively yesterday was a speech by the president in North Carolina laying out a number of health care goals, including to address surprise medical bills. As you know, Congress has been debating this issue for the last two years. MISNI has been urging that Congress enact a law that is similar to New York's heralded approach which has greatly reduced patient surprise medical bills. Indeed, last fall, the New York DFS issued a report that indicated that it had saved New Yorkers over $400 million through that approach. However, there are various other proposals under consideration by Congress that are much more friendly to the health insurance. There had been significant concern over the last few days that the president would be announcing a requirement opposed by MISNI, the AMA, and many other physician societies across the country that would reduce surprise medical bills by requiring hospitals to ensure that every physician on staff is in-network in the same health plans that the hospital is in-network. While physicians very much want to work with insurers to be within their networks, we have repeatedly argued that it must be under fair circumstances. While any effort to impose this requirement is of questionable legal validity, if such a requirement ever were to be imposed, it would give health insurers enormous new leverage to significantly cut physician payments greatest concern, it could harm patient care in hospital emergency departments by significantly reducing the hospital's ability to have adequate on-call specialty care. This was a major factor when New York developed its law in 2014, seeking to protect patients by establishing a fair balance between physicians, hospitals, and health plans. Fortunately, despite extensive rumors this week, the president did not go forward with that plan. Physicians from across the country and across New York flooded the White House with emails about the patient care impact, while various free market groups from across the country put out statements raising concern regarding the potential impact on the private practice of medicine. Instead, the president directed the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services to work with Congress to reach a legislative solution on surprise billing by the end of If a legislative solution is not reached by then, HHS will be required to take administrative action to prevent a patient from receiving a bill for out-of-pocket expenses that the patient could not have reasonably foreseen. Certainly, we anticipate this issue receiving more extensive debate in Congress in the coming weeks, perhaps later this fall, when Congress has to enact its next continuing budget resolution set to expire in mid-December. It could also come up as part of ongoing negotiations over a possible next stimulus package that currently hit a roadblock. Another topic that received extensive discussion in the Legislative Committee meeting was concern over various non-physician scope of practice expansion proposals. While in every legislative session, we must defend against dozens of these legislative proposals sought by pharmacists, psychiatrists, chiropractors, nurse practitioners, optometrists, and other types of care. Next year, we expect even more intense fight. 
The governor's executive orders enacted earlier this year and continued throughout the year have waived otherwise applicable physician supervision and collaboration requirements for nurse practitioners, physician assistants, and nurse anesthetists. While these executive orders may have had some basis back in March and April at the height of the pandemic when it was all hands on deck, that is no longer the case. Misney has strongly opposed these executive orders and urged the governor's office to withdraw them. We are very concerned that these ongoing executive orders will give greater momentum to these groups to seek legislative authority for independence. We have argued that these proposals would threaten patient safety by removing physician collaboration and oversight that otherwise ordinarily would improve care. The, these concerns are borne out by a recent MISNI survey reporting that 75% of the physician respondents indicated that advanced care practitioners working independently since the issuance of these executive orders had committed an error while treating a Furthermore, 90% of the respondents indicated that the error could have been prevented had there been physician oversight. There were also many personal anecdotes shared in the survey about these physicians' physicians' experience. Again, there is much work to come on this front. Please stay tuned for further details. Thank you again for all you do for your patients and for making the time to listen to this podcast. I'll speak to you next week. Music